Welcome to the Cove's Body, Mind and Soul series. In this episode, we will be discussing moral injury. Our guest speaker for this episode is Colonel Mark Francis, retired. What is moral injury? Well, I would like to, in my summary, moral injury is the wound of the heart or the soul. So if you get shot, you go and see a doctor. If you've got problems going inside your head, you go and see a psychiatrist. But if you've got something that's really burning in your heart or your soul, then you might have moral injury and you need to go and see a chaplain. But let me uh, tell you a more, if you like, technical definition that's in the ADF glossary, and it's this. Moral injury refers to the enduring physical, psychological, social and spiritual impact of grievous moral transgressions or violations of an individual's deeply held moral beliefs and or standards due to a an individual perpetrating, failing to present, bearing witness to or learning about inhumane acts which result in pain, suffering or death of others and which fundamentally challenges the moral integrity of an individual, organisation or community and or b the experience and feelings of utter betrayal of what is right caused by trusted individuals or agencies who hold legitimate authority. Very good. I might add um, that the term moral injury was actually coined by psychiatrist Jonathan Shea in the mid-90s, but the concept has been experienced and discussed by warriors for more than 3,000 years. How does moral injury affect an individual? Well, uh, moral injury can create symptoms and behaviours, including guilt, shame, moral concerns, betrayal, a loss of trust, difficulty forgiving, including yourself, uh, loss of meaning, self-condemnation, religious spiritual struggles, or indeed the loss of religious faith or hope. Great. What are some examples of morally injurious events? Well, moral injury can be experienced by anyone. However, exposure to poor leadership, decisions and violence puts the defence member at a higher risk. During wartime, defence members may be ordered to do things that go against their own values or core values, the values of the heart. Violating one's personal code of ethics may cause that person to feel profound guilt especially once they return home and face the moral expectations of their community. So an examples of situations which might cause a defence member to develop moral injury might be, let's say, following orders that are illegal or immoral, or knowingly or accidentally causing the death of civilians in combat, or giving orders that result in the injury or death of a fellow service member or indeed a civilian, or failing to provide medical assistance to an injured civilian or service member or neglecting to report a sexual assault committed against a civilian or service member. So it doesn't always have to relate to just deployment. It can actually occur whilst we're here in our peacetime space, but it also can occur in the civilian community. How do people recover from moral injury and who can help? Well, uh, thank you for that question because uh, for the last two and a half years now in the ADF, we've been training up the uh, chaplains of both Army, Navy and Air Force 
in a process called a pastoral narrative disclosure. Now, there are a number of processes that have been developed. There's a lot of research going all around the globe for the last 20 years. But this one is an Australian adaptation of earlier research called Partial Narrative Disclosure, and you can see your chaplain and talk about it. So we're in the process now over the next 12 months of qualifying all the ADF chaplains who wish to be qualified. But I'll give you an example. The process includes eight stages where a chaplain will develop rapport, then ask in the next session the defence member to reflect on some of those events that occurred during their service, whether they be on deployment or in Australia. Then the chaplain will go through a process of review where they'll go a bit deeper and then they'll go into a process of reconstruction where they'll go into the deep meaning making of what actually has caused it and how they might be able to look at it differently. Then there may be a need for a period of, of process of restoration They can then go to a ritual where they can deal with that feeling of guilt and seek forgiveness from another being or whatever, and then be renewed within themselves and finally to be then reconnected back into with their mates, their family and their unit. So that's just giving you a very quick uh, summary of what pastoral narrative disclosure is about. And just for a little bit of context, uh You've stated that uh, chaplains have been and are going through some training on this over the next 12 months. Uh, For that, it is currently July 2022. Correct. Uh, How can a commander support a member with moral injury? I think the best thing a commander could do would be to first know that moral injury exists and that they give support and ensure support is provided to a member who may have suffered a morally injurious event. Ensure that they've got somebody in support for them and just allow them a bit of space in their program to go and see a chaplain and to go through, hopefully, if they agree, the pastoral narrative disclosure because that would be the best thing that a commander could do to encourage them to go and visit a chaplain. Okay, great. How prevalent is moral injury in defence and what impact does it have on defence capability? Well, according to one study, 62% of Australian defence members experienced a moral injury. Of these, up to 25% continue to experience an enduring moral injury post-deployment. Now, this research came from uh, Hodgson and Carey in 2019. It was uh, published, and they are both RAF chaplains are currently serving. Uh, sorry, you remind me of your second question or the second half? The second part is, what impact does it have on defence capability? Thank you. So if we understand combat power in the terms of uh, firepower, manoeuvre and morale, then the area of morale, and an example would be what we've been reported about the Russians currently in Ukraine, is that unless you've got morale, your other two components are not as useful you do not achieve your your outcome. Morale clearly can be affected by moral injury. According to the research, there must be a number of people who are currently serving who may not be able to give of their best because they're still carrying around that weight on their shoulder, that pain to the heart or the soul. They're just not giving their best. There was a book out, I think it was in a previous podcast with Dan Hines, referred to uh, spiritual warrior readiness in the States. 
And they've recognised that actually their force, their personnel, are not all in the best space to be able to fight the next war. So it stands to reason that if we continue to address moral injury, we will improve our combat capability. Fantastic. Padre, any questions? No No questions. Is there any final points you'd like to summarise with, sir? I just say to the commanders again, your chaplains are your valued partner in making sure that your troops are ready to fight. If you think any of your troops might have endured a a moral injury, refer them chaplain. Let them have a chat with them and just support them and good luck. Thanks very much, sir. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks to those who have listened in. If you have any questions, we can be contacted at soldiercove at gmail.com. Don't forget to download the Cove app. It's PME in your pocket anywhere, anytime.